Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Lamed. We will begin, however, on Chavtet Amudbet, really at the top of the page this time. We're actually up to the words uh, Metivi, which is three lines down. I'll give you a quick uh, recap a little beforehand. We had a question. We said, we were talking about things that if you did at night, it gets destroyed and it has to be burnt. So, for example, when you slaughter a carb, the, the korban tamid, has to be slaughtered in the morning. You have to check to make sure that sun that alot hashachar hit before you do it. Alot hashachar, we said, was not the ball of the sun, but the actual Rain. first rays of the sun. It's machloket. What a few way machloket. How much rays do you need? How much daylight do you need in order to allow the shechitat tamid? And we said in the Mishnah that sometimes this could be confusing. You could, confuse it. you could confuse the light of the sun with perhaps the moonlight. If it's really early, but if you wait longer, you know it can't be moonlight. Cloudy days, we spoke all about that yesterday. Then we ended off with the following challenge. We said that not only Shechti the Kuban Tamid, but there's three other things that if you did them at night, you have to burn them. And what are they? Number one, Milikataof, we're on the bottom of Chavtet. Milik, two lines at the bottom, milikata of, which is the cutting off with your fingernail of the head of a bird, kimitzat mincha, taking kimitzat, taking a handful of a korban mincha. Although also those two things, tisaref it has to be burnt. Well, that has to be burnt. So the gemara asks, bishlama it makes sense olata of. If you chop the head off a bird with your fingernail, my since you did it at night, and it's unrectifiable, you can't put the head back on the board. So we understand that there's nothing to do about it. And the comets, when it comes to the comets, which means the Kohen takes a handful from the korban minha, let him put the handful back, and wait till the sun comes up and do it again. What's the big deal? Why is it that we have to burn it? Says the Gemara. So the Rabin's father, who was the one who said the statement, Tanila, he was the one who quoted the Brita, who Amala, and he explained about it. Now this is the this is the the clicker. This is where we're coming in over here. he holds. In general, when you put the mincha, or you put the the when does the mincha become holified? When does it get holied? It gets holied in when when it's uh when it goes into the Klishar, when it goes into the holy vessel of Beth Mekdash, that holifies it. So now, he's claiming that this holification does not have to be at the proper time of the Korban Mencha. It could happen at any time. And therefore, even before the time, it gets holified. So therefore, the problem will be over here with the Mencha is that since you took the Mencha and you put it in the Klisharit, from before, from bef- which is before, before the time, and I hold... Or this Mishnah holds that you could holify something even before the time. So just because the fact that it's night doesn't stop it from getting holified. And once it gets holified, you can't, since it got holified in the wrong time, it's ruined. That's why we can't just throw it back in. Okay. And that is going to be challenged now with the Brighton. That's what we're holding right now. Good. All right. TV. this is where we're up to today. It says, Zeaklal, this is the rule. Call hakara hakare bayom kidesh bayom. Anything that you offer in the day 
gets holified during the day. And anything that you're off, any korban that you're offering at night, Kiddush Rai gets holified at night. Let's finish. Let's finish. We're not finished. If it could be authored day or night, Kiddush Ben Bayom or Ben Balayla, it gets holified day and night. End of Brayta. Katani Miat. We see, however, about this thing. Kol Karev Bayom, Kiddush Bayom, Bayom in Balayla Lo. We see that nothing can get holified at night. So how could we say? How could we say? That, that 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 when we put the the Kohen took the comets of Mecha, so his hand became his hand holified it, right? Shows you that it can't get holy when it's not. But the it time. can't get holy when it's not the time, right? Yeah. Good. Well, Ann says no, Dilma. Eno kadosh li karev, aval kadosh li fasel. Which means, when we said, it's, when we said that it doesn't get holified, it means it doesn't get holified enough to be good to go on the Mizbeach. But really, it gets holified to get pasulified. Yeah. Yani, there's two levels. There's, is it regular? No, it's not regular. But is it good enough to go on the Mizbeach? No, it's not. So when we said in the Brayta that it doesn't get holified, Kiddush Bayom only, Kiddush Bayom only in the Brayta means Kiddush Bayom to go on the Mizbeach. But Kiddush to get ruined, it could get ruined already even even before. And therefore, that's why the comments of the Kohen Gadol got ruined. That's what we're trying to answer now. Mati Rav Zera, so Rav Zera challenges it, and he says... It says in the following Mishnah, with this Mishnah is talking about the Lechem Apanim. We're trying to draw a parallel from the Lechem Apanim on the Shulchan, which also is could get, gets holified when it gets put on the Shulchan, to what we were talking about before. Again, holifications. It says the Gemara, Sideret HaLechem Bazichim Achar Shabbat. If someone ordered, put, arranged the Lechem and the Bazichim are the two spoons of the Bona that have to be there, Ahar Shabbat after Shabbat was over. Now, technically, Lechem Panim and the Bazikim have to be put there on Shabbat, not after Shabbat. And this fellow, this, this Kohen, whoever was in charge of it, didn't do it on Shabbat. He put it there after Shabbat. Motzei Shabbat. Viktir at the Bazikim ba Shabbat. And then, the next Shabbat, okay, which is when he's supposed to switch him, and offer the two Bazikim or Livona on the Mizbeach, that's what he's supposed to do. The next Shabbat, he goes to offer the Mizbeach. Pisula, he made a Pasul. Why is it Pasul? The reason why it's Pasul, because it wasn't there for seven days. Because you put it there, Motzei Shabbat. Motzei Shabbat, Yani, yes, Sunday. So you're really NG, because your Lechamanim wasn't there long enough. And that's why it'll be no good. So you can't do it. So what is he supposed to do? Ketzad Yaseh, listen, listen. We're going to explain. Ketzad Yaseh, what should he do if he did it? Yani Chenel Shabbat Haba. Leave it to the next Shabbat. Okay? That's too long. Even if it stayed on the Shukhan for many days, and B'Kaklum, there's no problem. According to what we said, that when you put something in the wrong time, it gets 
holified to be ruined. So why don't we say about this case of the lechem panim that it got holified to be ruined? Because you told us they won't have the lechem panim for that week. Wait, but either way, now they're not going to have it. So, so they might as well just like it doesn't make it what, what, what we're going to have. You can't do a korban that doesn't work. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If you're claiming that there's a, there's a concept of getting holified to get ruined. So why don't we say the same thing about these bread? Let's say that it got holified to be got ruined. We could have left the flowers until bring it later. Awesome. Is the time making possible, Rabbi? Is that what we're saying? That's what they're saying. So Gemara says, Shapir Kamotiv. The one who asked the question asked a good question. What about Abu Ravin, who's the one who said that, that it gets ruined? He's also saying a Mishnah. Which means, if Rabbi Rabin was quoting a statement from Amoraim, so then we could knock it off. But Rashi explains he was actually quoting a Mishnah. That statement when he says that everything gets ruined was a Mishnah. And therefore, when you have a Mishnah on him, it's not going to knock it off. Right? So therefore, what do we say? So it must be that his Danabaita Kasavar Laila and Mechusazman Yom Mechusazman. So we want to claim that when you do something the night before, it's not missing time. Which means that there's a machloka between the Tanaim of the Mishnahs. The following: Do we say that the night before something is too early? So in other words, like this. So. For example, the night before, you mean, let's say for today. This Korban Mencha, the the Korban Mencha that we're talking about, right? So it's supposed to be in the morning, not at night. Now, if you did the night before, it's still technically the same day. Yeah. Right? And therefore, we're going to claim that the the Tana, that writer that that, that held that the Kormets of Mencha can be ruined, holds that a night before a day, we don't call too early. But if it's a day before a night, it will be too early. Uh-huh. What does that mean, the day before? Because, yes. In other words, when, when, if something's supposed to be at night, and you do it in the day, that's, too, that, that's, that's considered premature. That's too early. But if it's only supposed um, to be day, and you, and you did it at night, that fixed, uh, bread and therefore that explains by the, by the, by the, by the mincha, that the Korban Mincha, since it was something that was supposed to be in the day, day and they did it at the night, and did it at the night, it it's okay. It, it gets ruined. It, it's okay enough it's, to get ruined, yeah, okay. right? And uh, and and the, when it comes to Lechem Panim, it's supposed to be day. If you did it at night, then it does get ruined. Okay. okay, good. So they're saying if you do something late, it's okay. Right. Well, if you do something Beforehand, it's okay. Before, if it's... No, but they're saying it doesn't get ruined if you do it later. <coughs> right, okay. Says the Gemara. Kimati beishim kadesh So the more I ask the question, wait a second. According to that, when Friday night comes, it should get holified and get ruined. Now, Baruch Atah what? I cool water to it, so I Perfect, thank you.
Um, according to the, just don't do it on Shabbat. Don't do that on Shabbat. Okay. He wants to say that since the right time for the for the holifying of the bread is the next morning, so Friday night it should give it the power to make it no good. Meaning that you put it in Motzei Shabbat. By the time Friday night comes, it should be a problem the next Friday night. So now we're asking another question. Yes, we're asking another question. Why doesn't it get why, ruined? Why would it make another problem? Because n- now that you said that the night before is early enough to mess it up. Yeah. So in the Lechem Panim, right, which we said was okay till the next, you're leaving it there 13 days, right? Why doesn't it get ruined when Friday night hits? Now it's in a Klishana, too early, and it should be no good. Oh, you think that we... Yeah. Okay. So we have two answers to the question. Answer number one. Amar Avina. Shekadam Basilko. We're talking about a case. Where, it didn't say that in the, in the Mishnah. But the Mishnah was talking about a case where Kohen went to the Shulchan and removed them on Friday night so it doesn't get ruined. Otherwise, he's stuck. According to Ravina's answer, you are stuck. When we said leave it on, it means leave it on. But take it off Friday night, which is a very funny thing because usually, yeah, usually you know you're not, you're not and you're, and you're not supposed to have the shulchan without without bread either. Oh yeah, yeah. Every time you, right you always push off the bread by pushing and putting new bread on. So that's the, but Ravina says. That, but in this case, since we messed up, we have then, to do this. Then how come it doesn't work every Friday? Well, then how come every Friday doesn't cancel it out? You know, every Friday we put it in the, the, the Shabbat before, so it's good. Here they put it on Motzei Shabbat, so. But still, there's always bread there Friday night. But that's okay because that bread was was supposed to be there from the from from the from the time before. It's also supposed to be there. It's also supposed to be there. No, but when you take start, you cancel up the whole seven days also. I don't answer that question. What did you say? I don't really know the answer question. What did you say? No, no, no. He's asking this question. He's asking the question. I don't really know the answer. Yeah. We're going to give the second answer. <laughs> yeah, he's going to cause this trouble, this guy. Morzutra, Morzutra, Viteh Maravashi. Morzutra, some say Maravashi says, another answer. I feel the image of them is like, really, you could say the coin left it there. Since he put it in the wrong time, Yani, since you put it on Motzei Shabbat, which is not the time when the Chachim said, It's like a monkey put it there. Which means, we're claiming now, that when the Kohen puts it something there on, had it there on Friday night, right? Since you put it there way, way before, way late, no? Yani, you put it on Motzei Shabbat, you put it, which which is too late for it supposed to be. So therefore, when you know it's not the right time, so like it doesn't get doesn't get holified, and therefore it doesn't get ruined. So why don't they just make it easier and just not put that week? The, maybe it's, they, not, it's not like it's getting offered or anything. That, that, that like no, they'll offer it to two weeks from then. Yeah, in that. two weeks, not that week. So they might as well just put it on the next next know. Shabbat. I don't know. That's this is, this is how this is how they end off. Okay. That's a good question. I don't know. This lechem needs a little more work. I didn't answer it too well. We have to clarify this. 
Okay, back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah had said, we had a rule in the Mikdash, that anyone who, who, who goes to the bathroom, number one, needs to wash his hands and feet. Anyone who goes to the bathroom, number two, needs to go to the Mikveh. Okay? Says the Gemara, I understand why you have to wash your feet. We're worried that when a guy went to the bathroom, he might have had a little bit of urine that went on his, that splashed onto his feet, drops that splashed onto his feet, and you're not allowed to do that without with your feet. That's why we make you wash your feet after you did uh, number two. So what are you washing your hands for? Why do they make you wash your hands? Welcome, Mark. Good, we haven't seen you. Good, I'm glad you're back. El Yadayim Maitama, but what's the reason why the Yadayim have to be washed? Come sit down, we're on Chavtet Amorbet, we didn't start today's daf really, because we're finishing yesterday's. Amar Abba, Abba says, Zotomer, this says, Mitzvah L'Shav Shev. You see from here, that a guy's got to wash off his feet with his hands. Since you have to wash your hands, Meaning, use your feet to make sure there's, use your hands to make sure your feet don't have any droplets on it. And therefore, since your hands are touching it, you have to wash your hands too. That's why you have to wash your hands. How, how okay? Far up, wash it. What? I'm assuming just the feet, not the legs. I think someone's trying to do something on his own. Oh, we didn't let Ivan in. We forgot to, to, to stop the waiting room thing. Ivan, you here? Ivan, welcome. I'm sorry that we have the waiting room on. We've got to figure out how to get rid of it. I didn't notice it. Oh, he's connecting to audio still. Okay. Let's go. Says the Gemara. Misayel Rami. This that we said. We're talking about the Quengadol having to wash his hands, Mark. Why does he have to wash his hands? We said we're worried that when he urinates, there might be a drops that splash onto his feet. And he has to wash his feet, and then he has to wash his hands because he has to touch his feet. Misiel Rami, this proves Rami, Dama Rami. Asul Adam Shiatsebin is such a gav. Now a guy's not allowed to go out in public with the droplets of urine on his feet. Because if people see that, they might think that there's something wrong with his his urination. And the halakha is a person who has a kruchifka, who has a problem wrong with his body, where the urine comes out in the wrong spot, is pasul to get married. Can't, and he can't have kids. And if they see that he, they see the drops on his feet, they might assume that being that he's, look look how he can't have kids because I see the urine's coming out the wrong way. So therefore, his kids that he has, probably Mamzerim. Maybe his wife was sitting with somebody else. And therefore, no one's allowed to go out with you. So this proves with Ami that you have to wa- wash off the things. Because And people will say about their Okay. Now we said in the Mishnah that if a guy goes to if a guy goes to the bathroom number two, we make him go to the mikveh. So now we're assuming that the reason why you have to go to the mikveh is to make sure to clean off any part of the body. And sometimes when a guy goes to the bathroom, it doesn't fully, fully he doesn't get fully clean in that spot. Where he goes to the bathroom, and if, if there's a drop of number two on on a person's body, then he's not allowed to do the avodah. So we make him go to the mikveh after he goes to the bathroom because of that. Okay, Hamra Papa. So if you have number two in the place where it comes out of you, which means if it's on your body over there in that spot, then asur the kriyat the guy who has it is not allowed to read kriyat Okay, 
What's the case? If we say that it's outside the body and it's visible, which means the guy stands up and you can see that there's number two there, right? Pshita. I don't need to. I don't need to tell me that. And if you can't see it, then meaning if it's inside the guy and it's all the way inside, Torah wasn't given to angels. Everyone has number two inside them. So what are you talking about? We're talking about a case where it's on a person's body in a situation where when he sits down and he bends over, it's visible. But, when he stands up, it's not visible. And therefore, that's why the Repapa has to come with his thing and tell you. Because our question was, we don't need a Amorah come to tell us a law that's obvious. The answer is no. Repapa, it's, it's obvious that when you could see it normally. But if you can only see it when you bend over, it wouldn't be so obvious. And therefore, you need Repapa to tell you that even that's us. Says the Gemara, Even so, why is we're asking a question now? Why is why would this be different than, than number two on a person's body? Somewhere else. <clears throat> now we're talking over here about a person who has who got some number two on his let's say his arm, and it's covered with a sleeve, so it's not visible. Because if it was visible, you for sure not. But we say so. Or you put your hands in the airspace of a of a of a porta potty, one of those uh, you know the 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 things that have the number two inside. You stick your hand into one of those things, right? So what? He has the hand in there while he's saying Shema. Why would he do that? It's Let's say the guy was doing for whatever reason. He has to have the hand in there for some reason. He's pressing a button. He's playing with the phone. I don't know what he's doing. Right? As soon as they cut Shema. What's the reason for that? You said it goes under his hand? Go after his hand. So, Rav Chista says, Rav Chista seems to be saying it's only a problem somewhere else on your body. But according to Rav Papa, even, even in the original spot, it's a problem. Not only in the original spot. No? Papa says, in, in the original spot, it's a problem. Yeah. Okay? So he says, says, no. Rav Chista and Rav Huna agree to Rav Papa. Why? Because they, everyone agrees that when it's in the place where it came, where it came, where it comes out, it's a, it's, there's a lot of lousiness, a lot of ichiness there. And therefore, everyone agrees that's what. Now, what does it mean that there's a lot of ichiness about it? So they're explaining over here that uh, it, it, once it leaves the body, a lot of the odor leaves it. But when it stays over there in, 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 in that spot that's closed, it gets, it, it stays smellier over there. It's a bigger problem. 
Okay. Shlomo Kamal Lona Fishman, but somewhere else, then it doesn't have as, it's not as smelly, and therefore, that's why they argue about that case, but they don't argue about Rapapa's case. Okay. Tano Rabbanan. Halakha b'si'uda. Following halakha follows in a si'uda. Adam b'tel ha'shimayim. If a guy goes out to urinate, no tell yadav achat menechnas. He has to wash his one hand and come back in. Assuming you used one hand to wipe off any droplets, and you could come in after that. Now, if he stayed outside for a while, and he waited too long, and he took his mind off of what he washed, no tell yadav menechnas. He has to wash both hands and go inside. Okay. Okay, now, when he washes, he shouldn't wash outside and come in, because people will suspect that he didn't wash his hands. He sits in his place, washes both his hands, and he passes the pictures to other guests in case anyone else wants to wash their hands also. So that, so that someone, like he knows that someone saw him washing his hands? Like? Yeah, you have to, I guess you have to people to know that you wash your hands. Now, that's only if you want to drink, which means if you're coming, if you're coming back to drink, that's when you need to wash your hands. But if you're coming back to eat, there you're allowed to wash outside. Because everyone knows that nobody is going to touch food without washing. So therefore, when you're drinking, we're afraid you didn't wash. But when you're eating, we're not worried. Everyone knows that you wash. You don't have to wash in front. You don't have to wash in front of the people. Okay. Me, everyone knows I, I'm, I'm, that I'm a very, very delicate guy, and therefore I, I'm not, I don't even have to wash in front of people when I'm drinking because I would, everyone knows I wouldn't drink without washing my hands. Now, it's not sure exactly why you have to wash your hands before drinking. That's a big machloket, exactly how they explain this Gemara, because normally we don't need to wash your hands for drinking. You don't have to wash for eating either. For eating bread, you do. They're, they're talking about Hamutzah. Okay, no Mishnah, let's focus on this. Says the Gemara, En adam nechnas la'azara la'avoda, afil tahor achitpo. Nobody is ever allowed to go into the azara, even if he was tahor from before, till he goes to mikveh. Okay? Next. Kohen gadol, chamesh shivilot v'asara kiddushim tahor kohen gadol makadesh pobayom. There's five dippings, and ten washing of hands and feet that the Kohen Gadol does on that day of Yom Kippur. The Kulan, all of them, Bakodesh, are in the Kodesh, which means it does in the Azara, Al Beta Parve, on top of a place called the Beta Parve. Chut Mizubilvan, except for the first one. That one is not done in the Beta Parve, rather, we do it next to where he was staying overnight. They spread out a sheet of linen between him and the people, and he goes to the mikveh. Okay, skip the words in parentheses. Says the Gemara, Shalut ben Zoma. Now, there's a machloket about why they have to go to the mikveh if you're tahor, which means, Mark, that if a, we, the Kohen knows for a fact that he's tahor, why do we make him go to the mikveh before he starts? In the middle, we understand. You're switching from place to place. So but, everyone can know. Otherwise, it's suspected. Okay, so let's see. Shalud, the Machloket Ben Zoma, and 
Rabbi Huda. Okay. Shalua Ben Zoma. They asked Ben Zoma. Tivila Zulama. Why do they have these dippings? Amar Lehem. So he told him. Uma Mishanem Mikodesh Likodesh. If a guy is changing from one holy place to another holy place, which means when the Grand Gadol goes from one place inside the Kodesh, back outside to the to the Azara by the Mizbeach, and we tell him, oh, you're switching places? You have to, from a place where you get cut it if you go in for, for Yisrael. Another place where, where Yisrael gets cut it. We make the guy dip in the mikvah. If he's going from a place that's not holy to the Beit Hamikdash, and a place where there's no karet to a place where there's karet, and isn't it obvious that he needs to dip? It's a kalva So according to Ben Zoma Ivan, it's a kalva The same way, if right, just like if 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 you're going from the Kodesh to the to the Mizbeach, you have to do it for sure. When you're going from the place you were staying overnight, you have to do it. That's kalva Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda says no. Serech tevila hilo. Kedeshi is called tum'ah yeshenash b'yado v'yefrosh. Which means, where, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's a whole different thing. Rabbi Yehuda says, we're worried that he might have got tamer fight and forgotten about it. So when he goes to the mikvah, even though he doesn't need to because he says he was, he says he's clean, he'll remember, oh, I'm going to the mikvah. Oh, holiness. Remember, yeah, last night I got tamer fight. I went to the all of my bed. Forget it, I'm out. And someone else will go do the, do, the backup coin will go do the Yom Kippur Avodah. Oh. You got it? According so, to Buda, it's to jog the... his memory. When you go to the mikveh, it reminds you that you if you if you ever got to me, and then you say, oh, I'll take a pass. Next guy. But why doesn't he just go, I'll go on the mikveh? So in the reality, if we just let the guy walk right in, if you ask him, are you to No, he walks in. But if he say, no, to or not, go to the mikveh. While he's in the mikvah, he's thinking, Tamer, they told me Tamer, what's the story? Oh, yeah, I remember that. And according to me, that, that's the reason why you go to the mikvah. It's to jog your memory. But now, once he goes to the mikvah, why can't he just go to Abu Because mikvah is not enough for certain tumas. Oh. For, for tumah, met. And even if you, you, need ta- you need extra time, you need this, we, this is happening on the morning of Yom Kippur. Oh. So there's no time for any, anything else happening. Says the Gemara, "May come What do they argue about? Yani, what's the difference between Benzoma and Rebuda? Again, Benzoma learns it from a Kavachomer, and Rebuda is learning it because it's jogging the memory of the Kohen to make yeah. him remember. Says the Gemara, The Machloket is what happens if a Kohen did the Avoda and he didn't go to the mikvah first. Oh, we don't know if he's Tamer or not. And we don't know. We assume, he says he's not. Le Benzoma, according to Benzoma, who learned it from a Kavachomer, Mechel Avodah, he ruined the service. He ruined Avodah. Why? Because we have a, we learned it from a Kavachomer. You didn't do it. Tell us. That means it doesn't work. Le according to Buda, since we only did it to jog his memory, if he didn't do it, it's still good. You got it? According to this, that's the difference between Benzoma and Rabbi Huda. Says the Gemara, "Ulu Ben Zoma mi Machil." Is it true that according to Ben Zoma, that it really gets ruined? Vatanya, now pay attention to this bright because you might get confused from it. This bright is going to challenge that. It says, "Kohen Gadol Shelo Tavav Lo Kidesh 
if we had Ken Gadol who did not go to the mikveh beforehand and didn't wash his hands and feet, Ben Begin the Begin in between switching clothes, because every time the Quran switches clothes from one clothes to the next, it changes clothes. His his avodah is still kosher. Echad kohen gadol, echad kohen idiot. Whether he's kohen gadol, whether he's kohen idiot. Shiloh kidei shenavu gav shechit. If he didn't wash his hands in the morning, did avodah avodah pasul is pasul. So you see that not washing hands and feet, yeah, but not going to the mikveh does not ruin you. So how could you, Ben Zoma say that it ruins you? You see, in between Avodah doesn't work. And if Avodah and Avodah doesn't work, surely, before the Avodah, which is only learned from a Kavachomer from it, should not make you Basul. And therefore, how can Ben Zoma say it makes you Basul? Okay. So forget about that difference between... We're looking for a difference between Ben Zoma and Rabbi Yudah. We th- first thought the difference was whether Pasulifies your Avodah. Now we're saying that doesn't work. Ella, rather a new answer. The machloket is whether the Kohen Gadol didn't aseh. Didn't avera lot of, of an aseh, not lot of aseh. So, Leben Zoma, Kai baaseh, he didn't aseh, since he's got a mitzvah to go to the mikveh, right? Eh, in general, and he didn't do it, he did aseh. Leben Zoma, Kai baaseh, According to Yubida, since it's only Dirabanan to get his memory moving, so he didn't do what I said. Does does Yubida really agree that you ha- anyone who goes to Bet Mikdash has to get has to go to Mikveh? But Tanya didn't we learn to the Brighta? Mitsoda, if you have a guy who got Sarat, Tovel, he has to go to the Mikveh. The Omed Bishar Nikanor, and he stands at the gate of Nikinor and he sticks his hands in. To get, uh, get the blood on him. The Achai is he has to put on his right hand and right foot. He has to put on the thumb of his right hand and the thumb of his right foot. He's got to put the oil if he gets the mitzvah. So he can't go into Beit Hamikdash. He has to stand the Chani Kenor and stick his hand in. Okay. Rebida holds over there that he doesn't need to be loved before he goes in. According to this bright, this machloker Rebida. And Tanakama, whether Mitzorah needs Tevilah. So you see, so why would Buda say that we have to give the guy Tevilah before he go, the coin gets all Tevilah? We see he doesn't even require to have the Mitzorah. Because that's probably not the holy parts of it, Mikdash. So the more answers, no. We said he already went to the mikveh from beforehand. Usually he says you have to go to the mikveh. This guy went to the beforehand. So Mara says, Okay, so what was the question? What was the question of the rabbi? It's a clear, clear, clear thing. You're right. It wasn't because he wanted to ask a question from Yom Kippur. When the rabbi asked the question from this brighta about the mitzvah, he was asking the, he was asking the question mark from a different Mitzvah thing, what 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 brighter? Because this is now. So again, there's three brightot. The brighter of Kohen Gadol. Forget that. Now we have we're asking a question contradiction of two Mitzvah brightas. That's what he really meant to ask. Watch is what it says. Lishkat Hamitzonim. The bright says, why is the room called the Lishkat, the chamber of the Mitzonim? 
Shisham Mitzurim Tolim. Because that's where the Mitzurim would go to the Mikveh. And Rida Omer, Lo Mitzurim Bilvad Amru, El Kol Adam. Rida says, no, it wasn't just the Mitzurim would go to the Mikveh. Anyone goes to the Mikveh before they go into the courtyard. According to Rida, that place where the Mitzurah dips is where everyone goes in. So we're asking a question. How could Rida say that if Rida says, hold on, let's get this clear. He says, we have a contradiction of Rida, because Rida over here says that Mitzurim and other people go to the Mikveh. And before he said Mitzurim doesn't have to go to the Mikveh because he went to the Mikveh already. Probably they didn't go to the Mikveh. Oh, Lokasha. First answer, like Musi said. One bright is talking about it's the guy who went to the Mikveh. The other bright is talking about it, he didn't go to the Mikveh. That's answer number one. Morris says, Morris says, if he didn't go to the Mikveh the night before, he has to wait till he's not allowed to go into the Beit HaMikdash until nighttime. Which means the rule is, if he didn't go to the Mikveh the night before, then he needs to wait till nightfall the next day. The rule is you have to always wait till nightfall. You can't just go to the mikveh and then go straight. The tevilah in the morning won't work till nighttime. And therefore it can't be that he didn't go to the mikveh the night before. Ela idim idim Rather, both of them are talking about that he went to the mikveh. Had the mark. One is talking about he forgot about guarding himself against Tumah after he went to the mikveh. Therefore he has to go again in the morning. Had the and one is he didn't forget about guarding himself because every in those days every person has to make sure he doesn't get tamerified. So you have to always have it on your mind. But this guy either he got drunk or he uh, thought about he, he forgot about Tuman, then he remember reminded himself. And therefore, since he took his mind off it, that's why the Mishnah that says he needs to do tevilah is a guy who took his mind off it. He went to Mekvim and took his mind off it. And the other guy is a guy who didn't take his mind off it. That's why he doesn't need to make if he took his hand off, if he took his mind off it, he doesn't just need a mikvah. He also needs to be sprinkled with blood on the third and seventh day. He took his mind off it. Maybe he went to the oil amet. This rabbi says a guy, every kohen who takes his mind off guarding himself from going into oil amet might have walked to oil amet, and he needs. We treat him like as if he actually touched him. He has to go on the third and seventh day. So that can't be the case. And so again, we're back with the question mark. The question is, we have two review does contradicting each other. One is saying that you do need to go to McFair in the morning you before don't. you go in. One thing you don't. Both are talking. They're both talking. They didn't take his mind off it. It's not a question. One is when the guy went to the mikveh. They both went to the mikveh. But one went to the mikveh having in mind, I'm going to the Beit HaMikdash. And the other one just went to the mikveh but didn't think about going to the Beit HaMikdash. So since he didn't think about going to the Beit HaMikdash, so you make him they, go again. Don't they know they have to go to the Beit HaMikdash? They do, but he wasn't thinking about that. And that's why we make him go again. And therefore, they're both going to be Yudah. But they both, but one, that's answer number one that sticks. This answer sticks. We don't have a question on this. Okay? We're going to have two more answers. The If you want, I'll tell you a second answer. I'll tell you the following. Tani lo matsurim amru. If you remember the language of Brighton, the Brighton that says that everyone has to go to the Mikveh, says not only Mitsurim have to go to the Mikveh, lo matsurim bilvat, ela kol adam. 
Everyone has to dip over there. And our question over there was... Okay. If you look at the language... Sorry. If you look at the language over there, it says, not only Mitzorim go there, but, but everyone has to go there. Now, if you take out the word Bilbad, so it's saying, not Mitzorim go there, everyone goes there. But Mitzorim don't go. And that fits perfectly with the Bidabi point. Because what were the two statements? <laughs> Statement one, one was, Yubidah says, they don't have to go to the Mikveh, they went the night before. Statement two was, Yubidah says, not only Mitzurim dip there, everyone dips there. Now if you take the word Bilvad out, in, in English it doesn't work as well. But in Hebrew, if you just remove the word Bilvad, it says, Lom, or, or the word only. Not Mitzurim only dip there, rather everyone. If you say, now Mitzurim dip there, everyone dips there, then it fits very good what you said before, the Mitzurim don't dip. So according to the second answer, must be the, must be the third bright has, has an extra word, Bilvad. Take out the word Bilvad, and everything will fit gorgeous. Musi loves this answer. It's a little sketchy. Okay. I can tell Mark also is very, very happy with this answer. Right? Amen the Brighton. There we go. Ravina Amar, Ravina says, No. I have a better answer. I'll tell you, Rebuda, in this thing, is going according to the answer of the rabbis, which means, according to me, Mitzurah and Sertivala, I hold that Mitzurah doesn't need, to, doesn't need dipping in the morning, because he went the night before. According to you, who holds doesn't need dipping, admit to me that the law of Mitzurah, it's not only Mitzurah who dipped there, so, in other words, according to this third answer, Rebuda, when he said, not only not only Mitzurim dipped there, even everybody, he was not talking according to his opinion. He's saying, I hold no one, dip, the Mitzurim don't dip there at all. But you, and all the other people dipped there, but you who hold the Mitzurim dipped there, admit to me that, they still dip that other people that the other people also dip. And that's what he was saying. Why doesn't he just use the answer of, we want to remind them or something like that? Yeah, when they go to the mikveh, they remember. Well, no, we're talking guys here who were and they dipped already in the mikveh for the night before. But but it doesn't make sense. But the, what, reminding him is to see if he did he made a mistake. But we only yeah, do that for, for, the, for over the night. Because that answer we gave for a kohen gadol who didn't have to go to mikveh for anything particularly. Right, he might have he not have gone back for seven days because he remembers that he never touched anything for seven days. He doesn't need a mikveh. He wants to go do the avodah. That's what we said. We said we dip him yeah. to remind him. This guy went to mikveh last night. Okay, according to Rudai, he doesn't need to go again. He went last night. Okay, Rabbanan, what did Rabbanan say back? No, they say no. We're strict on mitzvah because mitzvah daish mitumah. Call them no daish mitumah. Rabbanan say, since the, the Mitzorah always stays Tamer and is used to being Tamer, we're more worried about him and he has to go for a new Mikveh. Because he got used to touching Tamer objects. And therefore, even though he, got, he, he went to the Mikveh on the seventh day, we're worried that he might have touched something else, we make him go again. And other people, we don't make them Tamer fight. Okay. Amale, we don't assume that he got Tamer and we don't make him go to the Mikveh. Amale Abayi Lerb Yosef. Abayi told Yosef. Let's say the rabbis who argue on the Buddha and require him to go to the Mikveh again, 
they hold like Ben Zoma, who hold that you have to go, every time you have to go and make So why do we say Mitsuna? No, let's see this out. This is for tomorrow. Okay, we're going to stop over here. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ivan. Bye bye. Have a good day.